Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Watch Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, 14th day of January. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. Song was released on this day. Really? We threw out some little Richard for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Macon's own. <laughs> Macon's own. I always get him confused that James is Augusta. Yeah. He's Macon. Yeah. Who's Otis. Pardon? Otis Redding. That's Ma- what I was Macon. Oh, okay. And and Little Richard, so both of them are from Macon? Both of them are from Macon, man. Ooh. Now, There's some music down there. Yeah, I was going to say. Now, I, who's from, nobody's from Savannah. There's another one I'm thinking of. Oh, I'm th- Mobile. Who, who am I thinking of from Mobile? The musician. We got plenty of athletes. But I was thinking it was, there was somebody from Mobile. Where's Albert Collins from? Maybe I'm thinking it's one of them blues players. I'm not doesn't, sure. Doesn't ring a bell? Okay. No. Just one of those things. Here. Anyway, on this uh, this uh, this uh, this Sunday morning, as we move into the eight o'clock hour, and say good morning, Georgia. A good morning to you, folks in Stockbridge. Wonderful Stockbridge. Wonderful Stockbridge. You're back in Henry County again. Uh, well, you know, it's a nice area out there. It really is. Yeah. And 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 by the way, nice I, area, great people. Shout out to uh, Brandon Hutchinson. Just yep. because we love him, we bring him part we, of the we, show. We're we coming to see him. We're coming to see him over there, out there at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Soon. They are the first race after Daytona 500. He did probably the most special thing for me in 2023, other than a non-family member, Brandon Hutchinson, easily um, for what he did and some friends that came through town. So he, he, he can't do no wrong in my book. And all them folks out there at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, on this day, like I told you about Tutti Fruit that came out on this day, um, today Super Bowl II was played. Do you remember who was in Super Bowl II? Two. Uh, yep. There was, there was the Packers. Well, you know the Packers were there because they were in the first two. Yep. And they beat the guy with the biggest, the biggest video game on the planet. Ah, Madden. There you go. Beat the Raiders. Uh, and the MVP of that game? Bart Starr. Was it? Bart's, well, the Packers won. He was the quarterback the of the won. Packers. The yeah. Packers won. yeah, but uh, won the Bart Starr was MVP of that game. Today, and it's strange, I don't know how you measure this now, but in 1973, it was a deal to put on a live concert that could be viewed around the world. And this was the brainchild of Colonel Tom Parker. And today was the day of the famous Elvis 
Aloha from Hawaii. Hawaii concert, right? That's the farthest away from the mainland of the United States that Elvis Presley ever performed. Ever. And it's just amazing to me that that dude became who he became, never did a show outside the United States. Colonel would not take him, and we know now why. Yeah. A lot of people, well, a lot of folks in the music industry knew why, but now that the movie came out, uh, yeah, they, he, they weren't going to let him back in. If the second he got on a plane and took Elvis to London, Elvis had come back. Yeah, <laughs> they said, "Colonel, no, you ain't coming back in. You've been a so and so to everybody here, and you ain't an American." Yeah, he was born, um, I think, as Dutch descent. Some, he's from some. He's 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 not. He wasn't born in America. Okay, not a U.S. citizen. And uh, so he, in in being Elvis's uh, manager, just like I said. He just upset a whole lot of people, and they were just looking for an excuse. It was what was convenient for him. Exactly, exactly. And But this was a major event. So anyway, uh, Aloha from Hawaii happened on this day. Now, the most watched broadcast of one entertainer ever. Now, I'm sure that's changed since then, but anyway, insignificant information that happened on this day. Who was uh, the snake and, and, and mongoose as far as drag racing? Um, I was, Don Garlitz? No, he was Big Daddy. Okay. That's why I was confused. Uh, Prudhomme. That's it. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Prudhomme and I forgot the other guy. This, yeah, these guys are drag racing. Mongoose and the snake. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> guys driving me what, crazy, what, what were the cars? What, 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 what were the cars? I don't know, man. They probably looked like souped up like NASCAR's back, like Richard Petty's car. You know, yeah. back in that old 43. I don't know exactly. I don't have it in front of me. It but probably they, looked like some of these things guys are driving around the street now. Dude, was he made it over 200 miles an hour, Don Garlitz. Big Daddy Don Garland. Okay. He was the first one to go over 200 miles an hour on a quarter-mile track. Anyway, it would have been his birthday today. Or it is okay. his birthday. I don't know if he's still with us or not. But anyway, moving into the 8 o'clock hour, we started the show obviously talking about the NFL. Playoff action is going on. The weather up in Kansas City. I'm going to try to not talk about Taylor Swift's coat. But also, we have just sort of we have just sort of poo-pooed. Well, not poo-pooed, but just sort of nonchalantly talked about that other game. And we're seeing something very special going on in Houston right now. And with C.J. Stroud and what he's doing, I mean, we got to figure the dude's going to run away with the rookie of the year. Yep. Offensive rookie of the year, but, he, 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 he's your guy. I mean, the way he's playing and getting it done right now. I mean, a new quarterback playoffs, and a new head coach. Exactly. In that situation. And look at what, what they've been able to produce. So it's very impressive what they've done in Houston. And uh, But like I said earlier in our broadcast, you figure your most experienced, you know, quarterback would be the one that would go in there. At least he's been in that arena before. He's played at that level before. Not a regular season, but the playoff game. And you figure that's that counts for something. Right. People who've been to the playoffs. You know, Flacco ain't just been to the playoffs. He's won a Super Bowl. He was Flacco. an MVP in a Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's, and that's the other thing. You just had a different expectation. But, you know, you know what this- Houston just wasn't having it. They, they were no. not having it. And, and, and he looked like... The Joe, Fra- the, the Joe Flacco that some Ravens fans remember, because as you said earlier, and we all know that that was the defense that got him that chip, right? But he was a serviceable quarterback. Ravens are good for that. Was it Trent Dilfer was the first one when he got it? And 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 Joe Flacco, he boy, he scored though. He got paid right afterwards and all of that. But he would be just aggravating to Ravens fans from time to time because he would do what we saw yesterday, and the timing of what happened yesterday was bad for him. Oh man. But you know what it got me thinking about? It was something that you have been talking about as we talk about the future of the NFL. and We talk about the young players and, and, and the type of guys that are um, the makeup of today's players. I guess that's about the best way to put it. 
and who's going to take on certain jobs that are necessary for teams to make it through the length of a, a season, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever. And you got to have those guys who are willing to take that secondary role. Now, a guy who was sitting on the sofa watching his kids and, 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 and playing with a remote control getting a chance to quarterback the Cleveland Browns, that's different. He's the, but he's the kind of guy you want is that backup. The Matt Schaub we had here forever, he was right. quite content mm-hmm. being the backup. Yep. There's, there's few and far between of them dudes, man. And that's when you think about some well, of these also, things. Also, it's also the way the teams are managed and constructed as we get set to bring in a new head coach here for the Falcons um, who obviously is going to want some autonomy to bring and pick people that he wants in, in for his personnel as far as selecting players. That's the other part of it. Well, how, maybe that is not the priority that it's been. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's not the priority that it's been. You figure somebody, they stay long enough, they're going to want to get paid, whatever the going rate is for a backup quarterback that's with your team five, six years in that same capacity. They're figuring that money could go and be spent someplace else, and we'll just luck up on Joe Flacco. <laughs> sometimes that happens for you, but sometimes it doesn't. Right. You know? And so um, and we always, when there's the need for a backup, we hear the names of people that we haven't seen play in two or three years. We go, yeah, throw him out there. You're like, hey, you're not just anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's because the backup quarterback is a position that's, you know, but as – we anticipate the Falcons at least talking to, to Bill Belichick, who wants to continue coaching because he's in this quest to, to pass Don Shula. I remind people that that was part of Don Shula's you know, success, was yes. having that consistent backup quarterback who could go in there. If Johnny Unitas goes down, you can plug Earl Morrow in in them high-top shoes. And he's coming. Well, well, United's wearing high tops too, right? What's, you know, you know. And, and he came to Miami, and then Don Strzok. You know, you you and you had the backup that was just always there. And so, you know you, what I'm, I'm thinking about as you're saying this, right? That, what the irony? The, the, the high top shoes? No, 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 not those. The irony of all of this. You're talking about Don Shula. First of all, you're talking about Belichick trying to catch and pass Don Shula for the all-time wins. Right. And then you talk about Don Shula and the way he got all those wins is by making sure, as you put it, having a capable backup quarterback. And yet the guy who's trying to pass him has gotten all his wins courtesy of a backup quarterback because that's what Tom Brady was to Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. And then Bledsoe leaves and it's a whole wall. steps in and it's a whole, a starter, though. I get that, but it was the, he was the backup quarterback who Belichick – who had to go to? Yeah. This was not somebody who came out of out of Michigan, flash and dash, and all of that stuff. He was he was going to be a but serviceable quarterback. Him, they thought enough of him to draft him and bring him in, obviously. And and you but know? Belichick then wasn't Belichick now, and I just think he was just kind of filling the void. But that's what I was thinking about was we when you tell the Tom Brady story, it's all about how Drew Blit. It starts with Drew Bledsoe getting hurt, right? It's not like they brought him into camp and he ascended. He was the backup. And as you sat there and talked about that, I went, "Oh man, this is irony." We don't. <laughs> well, well, I, well, you know, I don't know how long Belichick was going to be willing to have him as the backup. So that's like I say, it's a different time. I don't know if he would. Have, oh, he wasn't going. I don't think know. he was going to was going to be any threat to Bled. Bledsoe was the man then. I know, but I'm just meaning, how long would you keep a Brady there as a backup? Oh, how long? Did you, yeah, you know what I mean. That that's the, that's the whole thing. We didn't know once he got in, he was going to become Tom Brady. Exactly. Right. But so would another team be interested in him if they hadn't seen him play much in a backup role? Listen, that drive, somebody, you know, that's that's the thing. No, 
all very good questions. But again, when you sit here and, well, listen, let's get back to the point here. Do you think that this is a possibility in 2024 moving forward that you're going to find that player who is willing to be that person? Because there's a lot of, everybody wants to be on SportsCenter. They all want to be, you know, they all, they don't, nobody wants to ride the bus. Nobody, you know, wants to wait. They want to be seen and be put out there now. Now, if you are on an NFL team, you're making some good money. But if yeah, you're the right. backup quarterback and you may be there for a minute, if you're there, if you're there right now in Houston, say, you're the backup quarterback for Houston and you've got he's, a rookie he's, who's he's, in there. He's from here. Who's lighting it up. He's from here. I know that, but I'm saying. No, I'm the backup quarterback is from Atlanta. Um, he went to Greater Atlanta Christian School in Gwinnett I'll County. tell everybody who it is. David, Davis Mills. Okay. Da- now. Da- da- Davis Mills was drafted out of Stanford. He was drafted in to come in. He's, he, had a, he started some games there. Um, Stroud comes in and other Stroud, Stroud gets the starting job. Mills is still there. He got in the game late yesterday. Late in the game, they put Davis Mills in. I, it, it, Davis Mills may say, you know what? This ain't a bad gig. Okay, may is the key word in your sentence. Okay. So that's all I'm asking is do you think how many of these guys are going to be comfortable? David Whitehurst. Be- yeah. David Whitehurst. Okay. Long time, backup quarterback. Right. He's from here too, went to Chattahoochee High School. Nicknamed him Clipboard Jesus. And that's yeah. what they called him, I right? Believe you, the, the, yeah. Long hand. He's always on the sideline well, with a clipboard. Clipboard was always the name given to the backup quarterback. But, that, 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 but saw, I'm just right? saying that's what they nicknamed the guy. But you know how many years of checks that dude cashed? Oh, as I'm a with backup, you, right? Yes, absolutely. So I'm, just, so I'm just saying, if some team, you know, sees that and feels that a value, I'm just saying that's what got Coach Shula to where he's at. And I'm that agreeing with you 100. Right? My my question this is: This day and time is different. Do you? There you go. And will and the and the value system. will it be easy? Yeah, it, that's that's one well, of the, the hardest things. Like we're gonna spend this money here. We can spend this money for somebody because that's the other part of it. You know, the money. You're not going. You know, have a quarterback. Are you happy to be here? You cool being here? You cool being this job? You know that's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You're our, you know, you're you're our plan. You're here. If a guy goes down, you step right in. Everybody knows your voice, your cadence, your pace. You don't throw us out of sync. You get to go out, and we continue to have a chance for success. Not saying you're going to win, but give you a chance. Hmm. Right. That, that that's that's what we we need here in Atlanta. We need a quarterback that gives us a chance. Yes, for success. On Sundays, that's the other thing we got to do. We got to get the coach first. God is going to say, there's a number of things you need to get, get here get in Atlanta first. But, all right, well, these are all very good questions, and I'll tell you what, we can ask Jeff Schultz when he joins us coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. But up next, we're going to switch to basketball from these urban times, Terrell Thomas. And got to talk to him about a picture he sent me, putting his daughter to work. That's going to be the first thing we're talking about. He's joining us next. Sam and Greg, Sunday morning, 14th day of January, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Then we get 6 to 10 we'll get it back. moving forward. Yeah, but, but next week is 7.30.
All right, so we got we got a first question here for our guest as we welcome him on here. He got his own walk on music, so we don't have to be all I know that's bougie right. with him. Yeah. We can just like bring him on here. <laughs> you know, you guys, shirt ain't tucked in, nothing like that. So I get this picture, and those of you who have listened to Sam and Greg forever, and you know Terrell Thomas, he's he's part of the fabric of our show, and we've heard about his son and his daughter on a regular basis. Yes, and how we they, have. How they yes, keep him young, but we don't get much art. You get a picture here and there. But I got Sam, and I just played it for you, a video. We, we have actually have a working member of the Thomas family that ain't Terrell. Tell me where this is from. Are you going to post this on your site? All, everything I need to know about your daughter in this interview that you just sent me. Yes, indeed. Well, good morning, gentlemen. Happy Sunday. Always a pleasure to be with you guys. So uh, my daughter, it was at the uh, Overtime Elite Games, the OCD okay. Games. okay. Um, it's a, for those who don't know, it's pretty much it's almost like a junior pro-am. You have guys that are preparing for college, some guys in high school, and they, uh, they play games there on Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. You can catch it on Prime Video. You can watch it on YouTube. Great, exciting basketball from a lot of young talent uh, across the country, actually. So my daughter, I mean, she's in her teenage years, now 13, of course, very engaged in the sports world with mm-hmm. everything that – uh, you know, uh, I have going on. She listens. She gets up every morning and listens whenever I'm on air with you guys. So oh. over over the past, I'll say over the past four years, she's been slowly letting me know, hey, Dad, I want to get into the things that you do as far as media. We started her off. I told you before, uh, uh, Greg, that she does acting, and she's had yeah. a few acting opportunities. So she's done some movie reviews and stuff like that for Disney, for Marvel. But she's wanted to do more in the sports world. And OTE is something that she's been asking me. She said, Daddy, this is this era of my life is being your assistant. Um, so we got her out. <laughs> wow. Uh, she is all formal with it. That's beautiful. Up. All right. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Sam, <laughs> Sam, I want to I try, try something. Sam, and I need you because I'm not going to overrule you. But he's given us a, a lot of information about his daughter. Can she have a sports conversation? Can she talk oh, Atlanta both, Hawks? Both. Both of them. She can, and, and, and honestly, what's even funnier, Carmelo, of course, he's six. He's even more engaged, and it's funny when we're around adults, they're just amazed at his vocabulary and how much he knows about the world of sports. And it's not nice. just even basketball. He can talk baseball, soccer, golf. So they're, they're, they are very, very much in tune. They can hold a conversation with us adults okay. when it comes to things in the sport, sporting world. Okay. So, so let's, Sam, can we... Agree to try to have. Will you? Will you make them available one of the upcoming mornings, Terrell? That we can have her on one morning, and then we'll have your son the next week when we when we bring you on and let them come on for the first few minutes. We'll introduce them, do the whole thing upright for them, and then have them answer a couple questions about the Hawks or whatever's going on that particular time. You know, what's going on in the? Oh NFL. yeah, that would be wonderful. They 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 will certainly. I'm quite sure they were certainly <laughs> impressing. Okay. And you'll be surprised with just how, how informative they really are. They okay. impress me okay. on a daily basis. <laughs> okay, sounds like Drew Rosenhaus, like he's their agent already. <laughs> Look at this dude, man. And I tell you, she got like a Kimberly Martin thing. That's what I thought of her. She's 13, you said? She reminds yeah, me of the, she's 13. Okay. She reminds me of the, the, the woman who's on uh, ESPN. She's on like Steve right, Kimberly right. Martin. She yeah. reminds me of her. She's she got be, a little bit of that. That yeah, kind of style. and I feel sorry for you, man, because the boy's going to be – in a few years are going to be knocking down your door, Ooh. and you got to be a daddy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we, we, <laughs> we prepare. We, we prepare. We prepare for these days that I know they're quickly quickly approaching. Yep, yep. Then you'll be handing over the car keys before you know it. Uh, <laughs> spending time on the way for a dunk out live with Terrell Thomas. He is social. 
You can always find them at Eldorado 2452, at Eldorado 2452. Um, Terrell, is the MLK holiday weekend, and it's um, tomorrow the Hawks will host a game on King holiday. My, my goodness, the Eula is something people look forward to going to. And, man, after last night, I mean, what are we, what are, what are we looking at? And are we going to see some changes? Because I'm thinking now we're going to see some, some movement with this team because um, just the way things are going to lose to the Washington Wizards at home the way they did last night, that's, that's unthinkable, 127 to 99. I think unthinkable is the perfect word and the perfect phrase in which you use right there. This is not the Hawks team I know that I expected to see when we were having conversations at the beginning of the fall. I don't believe this is the Hawks team that either one of you gentlemen expected to see. And I certainly know this is not the Hawks team in which fans uh, were expecting to see. I just Last night I had a, a few laughs uh, on Twitter because folks were just highly upset. And, you know, they're calling for everyone to be traded and such. I don't think Hawks fans are going to get that, you know, some of the things in which they're asking for. But it has been just surprising, disappointing, unthinkable, because I wholeheartedly expected this Hawks team to roam around the fourth or the fifth seed this entire season. I thought DeJounte and Trey were really former chemistry. You know, we've spoken several weeks already about just how impressive Jalen Johnson has been. And he had a hard job coming in after replacing John Collins, who was a fan favorite of being here. And that young man has been stellar so far. And I thought our bench, I honestly thought our bench was a lot stronger than we've had in years past with Sadiq Bey, added Patty Mills. I didn't know how much of an impact Wesley Matthews would have, but I figured he would still be a vet in the the locker room and such, and with Bogey coming off the bench. And it's just been loss after loss after loss. And one of the most disappointing things has been the Hawks have started off strong in the majority of these games. Some of these these games, we've even seen them have 15 to 20-point leads, and then it just all seems to be Currently at 15 and 23, as you mentioned, moving into the MLK game, a game that's celebrated here, not only in Atlanta, but nationally now. It, it, it is looking like, uh, you know, we don't know what we'll be in for when we face the Spurs this, this upcoming Monday. After losing to Washington, who was by far one of the worst teams in the NBA last night, it just kind of leaves you speechless. This is what's going to be maddening about this. Terrell Thomas, again, these Urban Times, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Here's what's going to happen tomorrow. That place is going to be packed. Oh, yeah. It's going to be packed because yeah. everybody wants to see Webb and Yama. It's going to be a holiday, obviously, but it's going to be packed, yep. which means that what we have said may happen tomorrow. The Hawks play up to the talent that they're playing to sometimes, and sometimes they play down to the talent that they're playing, i.e. Washington. So if they go in and they play marvelously tomorrow in a way that you thought this is what we thought we were going to see in the beginning of the season, isn't that going to make you just kind of feel like, You've been played for most – why can't you guys do this every night? Because then it gets down to want to, in my yeah, mind. That's been, and that's been – sadly, that's been a recipe for the Hawks over the past few seasons, as you just mentioned, that want to. They do, for whatever reason, play up the competition. And, and when it's not a big name in the building, we don't see that same tenacity or intensity. I do completely agree with you. With Wimley being in the building tomorrow – of course, a rising star in the league. There'll be a lot of fans in the buildings who are there to see him, and they'll also be there just to see how our team measures up with this rising star. And I think we'll see uh, big games from both from both Trey and DeJounte tomorrow, and I think Jalen Johnson will fare pretty well against Wimley as well. But it will be – I don't. at this point, it won't even be a surprise. You know, if the Hawks were able to come out – the Spurs are still a struggling team, although they do, they do have a budding superstar and a young rookie. They're still a struggling team. And Greg Popovich is trying to 
get those young players is a very young team as well. Some time and some, some minutes and some experience. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too surprised if the Hawks did have a big win tomorrow because, again, this, this Spurs team isn't, of course, one of the Spurs teams we've seen in the past decades or so. But something has to give. Again, we're at, a, at a record of 15-23, and 23, even with a win tomorrow, we're still a few games under five hundred. So the Hawks have a lot of work to do with a busy week ahead. Busy week ahead, and there's still time. I mean, you were hoping the team was going to make a move with these five straight games at home, and that's kind of not happening either. 127 to 99, the final, as the Wizards beat the Hawks last night. Terrell, what's what's a need with this team? A lot of people feel like, you know, the center position, maybe they need more more out of that position. Um, what, what do you, if you go dealing right now with this, with this team, you, you, you make a deal or a trade, what position you feel like this team really needs to um, – it could be that it could really make a difference. Yeah, I would say it has to be someone in the front court, whether it is a scoring center or a power forward who can pretty much stretch the floor and maybe put Jalen Johnson let, uh, to let him roam more at that three spot. We've seen him shooting the three ball very well, so he can, I think he can play that small forward position on a nightly basis. But I, I, it would have to be more of an impact scoring, in my opinion from the center or the power forward, posi- power forward position, somewhere in the front court. We get scoring on a nightly basis from Trey. We get scoring on a nightly basis from DeJounte. And as of recently, we've been getting scoring from Jalen. But we just haven't seen Clint, who I've said over and over. He's in the latter stages of his career. Great career thus far in the NBA, but he's at the latter stages. And a guy for, shoot, the last two years or so, I've been saying I feel like he has all-star potential. And then Yeka, he just has not been able to unlock that as of yet. So I, I, for me, it would have to be uh, someone almost like, and I don't, I don't see any of this talent actually roaming around in the league right now, but almost a player like Porzingis and the impact in which he's made on the team like Boston Celtics. Yeah. Someone, someone like that. Uh, just unfortunately, I don't see that right now. The trade rumors on which we're hearing about talent that could possibly come to the Atlanta Hawks, it's all centered around DeJounte Murray, who I would hate to, to see leave. I, I hope that in no way, shape, or form, uh, are, are any of the trade rumors involving him uh, true? Because I would like to see him stay here in an Atlanta Hawks uniform. But I don't see talent out there to really add for our Hawks to jump, leapfrog, and make a really big splash before the trade deadline. This is just maddening. It really is because you don't know where it is. And he's, as, as Terrell said, there's there's no rhyme or reason as to why these guys play well against some, play bad against others. And the, it's more about the effort that we see with some as opposed to the others. And then you talk about bringing in this piece or that piece or filling up this. I, I just I, I want to ask this question. Five years from now, Trey, um, Trey going to be on this team? Ooh, no, con- how, how, many more years, how many more years does he have on his contract? Is he going to be here after you would, going into his next contract? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, it gets to a point to wonder, will Trey at any point in time look to be traded? Now, he seems to be locked in here in Atlanta. I know he loves playing for the Hawks. He's been committed to finding a way to winning a championship here. But just as human beings, we all get sick and tired of, uh, you know, when, when, when things seem to be very marginalized. And that's what this team seems to be right now. And he stated over and over again, he wants to be a winner. He wants to prove that not only is he a, a leader, he's a team player, and he's an all-star, and that he can bring the best out of his teammates. And I'm hoping, and, <laughs> oh, I'm hoping, and I'm, you know, asking the basketball guy, I'd love to see that here in Atlanta, but, Five years from now, you know, if I had to take a vote, I do not know if we see him in an Atlanta Hawks uniform. I really don't. I think we see him here, but if, if we get the pieces around him, we still got to get the pieces around him. I think that's the, the job of this front office and this, uh, this, this, this ownership and this management 
um, to, to get the right combination. Uh, this, whether well, they do with the trade deadline, I mean, you, you do it with that in mind. Obviously, you want to try to get some things turned around this season to get this team, you know, close to where we think it should be. But at the same time, you, you do have this guy who is here in town that the city has really embraced. Um, you know, we, we've missed having that caliber of player on this team for a number of years, and you would hate to see that go away. That's the, you know, we, we have a guy. Well, then ask yourself this question. Do you want a superstar on your team or do you want a team that has the ability to win? Because they always don't work hand in hand. He's a, can, we have, can we have both? Yeah. Well, well, well yeah. Cause, uh, well, when, when, <laughs> other cities have both. Other cities do. This city don't, though. Yeah, right the, now with we, this we, team, we have, it's we made up. We haven't up. had the guy. We have a guy now. We got a guy. Right. The teams that are make, getting it done have three guys. They got two guys. Two, well, really, two, good guys, guys. two really good but guys. But they got... Well, not with a chip, with two really good guys. Look, at, you'll see what LeBron and AD are trying to do out there in L.A. Yeah, they and those are those two guys. Yeah. And I'm saying, I just feel like it's going to be tough, given what this, the makeup of the East is, given the opportunities that have already happened, this, this organization could have brought some, some players into work to be with Trey. And, I, you know, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. And Terrell doesn't know either, right? No, I don't know, but I do know. Quit moving around, Terrell. We're losing you. Kind of coming out. Try that again. If, if Landry can find some type of way to get Siakam or someone like that here, too, as you mentioned, you need three. You need a big three. We've seen that over the past few seasons. To win a championship, you do need three stars, three superstars, or at least three stars. So if we can find a way to get a player like Siakam who is unhappy in Toronto here, then I think the game completely changes. I really, really do. But I, I don't know. I would love to see it happen. And, again, I'm hoping to see it happen. Because Trey, as Sam mentioned, I, I've been in Atlanta long enough to know that this basketball, this is a basketball town. It is. They have yeah. loved and embraced Trey Young. And I would love to be on Peachtree for a parade. I don't know. I don't you know. I don't know about how much fans are doing right now, but I certainly uh, we'd love to be speaking with you guys as we're getting ready to get the coolers ready and go to Peachtree for a parade. So in order for that to happen, something has to happen with this roster. But sadly, we've been saying that now for the past three or four years. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. While other teams in the East have grown so uh, and made this a lot scarier and the thought of them coming out. Listen, they, they're looking up at Orlando and Miami, and that's just the division. So, you know, let's just keep our right, fingers crossed and we'll see. It's the second half of the season. But tomorrow out at uh, – uh, listen, this is going to be a magical – Mm, what? event tomorrow. Well, it is. It's, it's going to be a ma- with you, everything that surrounds the game, too. It's around the game, too, and also the halftime performance. Killer Mike, yes. Atlanta Zone, is going yes, to perform yes. at halftime. I think it's going to be going to be fantastic, a great day. Um, sure, I guess we got some tickets left for this one. <laughs> you sure? I mean, we, 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 we may not. We, <laughs> we better may know not. somebody. We, we may not, you know. You may get, get the tickets to go to this one. But it, it should be sold out, and I think it's going to be great. What makes it even better is if the home team can come out with a win. And that, that's, that's what we need, Terrell. All right. And can't, you can't get in front of a TV for it. We've got it for you here. Pre-game at 3, tip at 3.30, Hawks and San Antonio. Of course, we got wild card action, too. That Well, actually, in the afternoon because they moved that Buffalo Steelers game. And the um, uh, the, Monday night, the, the Monday night game. So we got two yeah. games. Oh, yeah. Great great Monday night game. Great Monday night game. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to him. Listen, he and, would and who would be that, playing in that game, Terrell? <laughs> who would be playing in that game? <laughs> Uh, you know, some birds from up north who are flying down up to take care of business. We're going to do you guys a favor and beat Tampa Bay. We're going to do, let me tell you, let me do tell you something. fans a favor, a favor and beat Tampa. We might not have to have you back on here if y'all get beat by Baker Mayfield. Woo! 
Whoa. I mean, after the oh, – oh, y'all went, y'all went 10-1 and one this yeah. season, right? And then ended the season getting beat by – Baker Mayfield. Mm. Yeah, it's a lot of rumblings in Philadelphia about that, so <laughs> I hope that's that not be... the case. I truly hope that's not the case. Hey, All man, right. listen, are you going to put that video of your daughter up online someplace where folks can see it, or is it just yes, going to be sir. Yes, sir. It, it'll be on, on These Urban Times. It'll also be on our These Urban YouTube channel. I do have a few clips of it right now on uh, social media on These Urban Times, so yeah. go ahead and check it out. I'm going to post all her. All right, man, you're breaking all up a whole thank, lot. Thank there. you, too, OTA. We, we, we're going we're gonna to clear up your signal and have you back on here next week, but we want to thank him. That's Terrell Thomas, These Urban Times. Apologize for the uh, signal, but uh, we had some fun with him this morning, man. Well, we we got to get his daughter on here. Yeah. we got to get his daughter on first, and then we'll get his son on here and have some, have some fun with them. But up next, going to let you know about some jobs. It's been a while. It has been a long while since I have confidently sat here and told you about some jobs in the film industry, but that is coming up next. Casting call is back. The industry is it's finding its traction, and I got some good ones for you. Y'all got, you know, we talked about boxing earlier. There's a need for some boxers. I'll tell you about that coming up next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, and take us with you in the Odyssey app. game It's Sam and Greg on this uh, 14th day of January, the day that uh, Sanford and Son premieres. Really? Yeah, Sanford and Son started on this day, 72, so we thought we'd throw some Quincy Jones. Any excuse to play some Quincy. That's what we did there for you. And celebrating birthday number, well, happy birthday number 56. You ready for this? LL Cool J. Oh. 56 years old. These two guys were born on the same day, both celebrating <laughs> 55th birthday. Dave Grohl, Foo Fighters, Nirvana, okay. all that, and Jason Bateman. Ah. Oh. Noel's favorite. She likes, she likes us some Jason Bateman. <laughs> Jason Bateman has a lifelong ability to just be adorable. I don't, I don't know what that's wow, about. Wow, that's a phrase I didn't play on here when I woke up this <laughs> I don't, morning. I don't, I don't know that's what good. that's about, but from Silver Spoons to... to uh, was that the show that got him started? I thought that was Ricky Schroeder. It was, but he was Ricky Schroeder's sidekick. It was Ricky Schroeder oh. and um, Alfonso Roberto on Silver Spoons. Carlton was on that show? Yep. What was the first place you saw him? Was that the first place you saw him? No, the first place I saw him was probably Fresh Prince, for real. Really? Yeah. But I'm I'm a Nick at Nighthead, so I, I've seen all the Silver Spoons. First and all that place stuff, I saw him, I did nobody knew who he was. The Pepsi ad. Yep. Yep. Doing Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. That was the first place I saw. Because Michael said you only get four shots of my face, four seconds of my face, so figure out the rest. <laughs> and that's what they came up with. <laughs> Happy 44th birthday, Byron Leftwich. Man. Happy 44th for Byron. He uh, came through here. Apollo Creed, 76. Carl Withers on this day. Julian Bond. Ran in him a couple times. Rest mm-hmm. in peace, Julian. Uh, we lost him in 15. And Faye Dunaway. Okay. Bonnie. Yeah. Of Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. on this day. Anyway, um, got a fresh casting call for you. So if you go to 92.9thegame.com slash casting call, you're going to see the least. For the week of January 14th, one I have not had on the list in a while, but they are back up and running. Old buddy Bob Wilson is the executive producer of the show. He used to do Drop Dead Divas, and uh, he's, he's just one of those movers and shakers around town here. Cobra Kai. Is okay. back up and running. Cab Casting is doing it. Now, this week, 
They are looking for boxers and trainers. All right, so you're going to see the breakdown there. The first breakdown, this is for those of you who are thinking about doing extra work. I realize that 98% of you out there don't want nothing to do with this stuff, but there are those people who unfortunately got a pink slip maybe at the end of last year looking to get another job. You don't have to go out and get headshots to be an extra. You don't have to go out and and buy anything. You just got to look like whatever it is that they're looking for, and you can take your pictures with your cell phone. So, again, you got that one, the Cobra Kai. Central Casting is doing Will Trent. This is the show over on ABC. They need law enforcement types. This is going to be an ongoing need. So throughout this show, they're going to be looking for men and women, all ethnicities, to portray, uh, you know, GBI. And for those of you who don't know what GBI is, you obviously don't live in Georgia, but Georgia Bureau of Investigation and Atlanta Police Department, APD types. So guys 5'9 to 6'2, females 5'4 to 5'8. This is going to shoot in different dates through May. So, again, you'll see this under Central Casting. This is for Will Trent. Also got uh, Heather from Casting Taylor Made. She's got a project, Hysteria. She's also doing Stranger Things, too. So when you go to Casting Taylor Made's uh, website or their uh, Facebook page, you'll see the things for Stranger Things. But this week, eh, no need for that. They do have needs for pedestrians, neighbors, parents, teachers. This is one of those deals where, you know, you got to be between 25 and 100 and they're going to ask you to walk across the street back and forth. They're going to pay you and, and feed you. Okay. Just be a pedestrian. Yeah. <laughs> and earn some money for it. So there's that, asking for guy. And now his story, this is another one of those period pieces, takes places in the 80s, right? So you want to uh, you know let your hair grow if you're thinking about being a part of this. You'll see the dates of shooting and the fitting. you got to get fitted for this. But the nice thing about when they ask you to get fitted, you get paid for your time. So you get paid for uh, going to get fitting. Uh, so there's two needs for that. Uh, also, they need uh, students and teens. Casting tailor-made. Uh, let me run through all of these. Oh, Hilton Casting still doing a movie where they have multiple needs. Again, there's a lot of projects that are getting up and running, so they're getting their preliminary casting done. As you said, you saw locations out in the areas where you were, scouting out neighborhoods, scouting out houses. This is what happens, man. These in, you know, The industry is back up and running. The first group of people who get busy Call them the Marines of the film industry, and that's right. locations people. Locations people. Got to get out there and, and see I what's going I got to find out because they were supposed to come by the house um, over in the Collier Heights uh, yesterday. I got to get back up with them and see how, how that meeting went. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Hilton Cast is also doing the Miss Pat show. <laughs> it's going till next till next month, so you get a chance to, to be a part of that. You'll find after that, after the job's in front of the camera, I walk you through how to find stuff. Behind the camera, got a couple voiceover connections. Went out to, um, I found out something this week. I'll pass this little nugget on to you. So I, I talked, we've had um, folks from Atlanta Voiceover Studio on here before. Matthew Cornwell, he's the owner, along with his wife, Brooke. Now, they both are working actors. I'm trying to think of the last thing. Well, Matt's in the movie that I'm in that got bumped, that, that rock movie. He got, he's in Red One. Okay. So that got pushed. But the was it The Meal? Or Meal, it was a movie that came out not long ago, The Meal, um, with an ensemble cast. Anyway, he was in that. But Brooke, along with uh, the number of projects she's in, she's in a commercial that we have all seen if we've been watching, you know, f- going back to Final Four last year to college football tournament. It's a, it's a investment firm. I think it's Invesco or whatever. Anyway, she's selling hot dogs. Hot dogs, hot dogs. You remember that? And she's wearing a hat. You know that commercial? Y'all know this commercial, right? Yeah. And then a robot comes by. And he goes, hot dogs, hot dogs. And then, anyway, that's Brooke, right? And so I told her last year 
when I saw her commercial run during the Final Four. She's not a big sports person, so she didn't know it was running. So when I told her, she goes, oh, I didn't know. So that was like a cha-ching to her. Then I saw it during, we all saw it during, the, you know, college football, the, the end of the season, and then during the playoffs here. And I told her, I said, hey, hey, your commercial's running again. And she didn't have the same sort of excitement. One of the things Uh-oh. that have come out, yes, <laughs> one of oh, the dear. things that has come out of the strike and the negotiations, and, and now that dust is settled, there is a cap. And now there's different little ways it could be circumvented, but her statement was there's a cap on residuals for commercials. Mm. And that's just all part of the negotiations here. Now, that's not across, I, I don't know if that's across the board okay. for all of them, but, and I don't even know if that's her particular commercial. Some are, some are union, some aren't union. There's a, there's a lot of little things. And by the way, you can go to sagafter.com if you really want to find this out because it's there on the website. But that just, you know, if this had happened during the pandemic when I, that Sprite commercial was going, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd have had some trouble. Wow. <laughs> so anyway, that was one little thing that she had dropped on me. But again, we got the voiceover, folks. We got uh, a link to the um, Georgia.org where you can find out how to get on a crew. If you've got a skill set that lends itself to doing that. So, like I said, the casting call is back up and running. This is what Sam and I do. We try to find to help you get some jobs. Sam, are you ready for this? What you got? In a couple weeks, I will have been doing this for 12 years. Really? Man. <laughs> 12 years. I I take it back. I kind of started in 11. I was going to say 2010. Um, But, I mean, uh, okay, hang on. I got to do the math here. 2011. So, yeah. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Geez. Okay. I was was thinking of 20. I kind of started it in 10. But I just know that next year or next month will be. One of those benchmarks. And listen, I don't know how many people I have pushed toward because I'm not getting you the job. I'm letting you know where you can submit to get the jobs. So I'm helping. I'm working with the casting directors. But they have all thanked me over the years profusely and talked about the thousands and thousands of people I have helped them get booked throughout the state of Georgia. And I'm going to continue to. So I'm looking forward to moving into 2024 and seeing what it has to offer because the industry is here and it is throwing all kinds of money. Did you see the new Lionsgate studio? No, where's it at? I, I don't have the. It, I didn't want to say DeKalb County, but it's up and running. We've got I don't know how many, more than twenty. It might be closer to thirty at this point. Full blown movie studios in this state. Wow. Okay. Remember okay. In the old days? You go, you, you watch something on TV, and it was like just the three out in Hollywood. You had MGM, you had Columbia, you had Universal, and that was nah. We got them all <laughs> over. And there's, there's studios that you wouldn't know because there's not a big sign out in front of it. You got those. You know, you got the Tyler Perry's. You got, you have, you know, you had the Lionsgate ones. But they're not out front where if you were driving by, you would see it. They don't, see they it. don't pronounce it like that anymore. And you got a lot of just old warehouses that I have done stuff in, turned them into sound stages. Yeah. And they, they work great. So people have been very creative, the people that have come here in the film industry and taking advantage of a lot of areas that have just kind of been left sitting. They go, hey, this would be a good spot to, you know, build a studio or take over this building and turn it into one. So that's what's going on. Listen, yeah. Odyssey.com. if you've got any questions about this stuff, and I'm just one of the cogs in the wheel that tries to help you guys do this. Um, and I'm going to continue to. 
I found my little niche, right? You have yours, I have mine, and along with other nonsense that we do on this show, um, we're going to try and find you some work and put some money in your pocket. Even though the holidays are behind us, you know, you still got to pay them bills, right? Yeah, man. All right, so we'll that's what we that. got. Also, you can see the list up on Twitter on uh, X. Excuse me, get cast with Greg, get cast with Greg, and um, I met Danny B. I don't know when I'm going to start working with her. Danny B is you know middays down at V103. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm just saying I, I I hadn't met her before. I met her this past week, and we talked about doing the casting call back up. You know, like I was okay. doing before. So okay. We'll see. Reggie, right. Reggie, of course, has got the final word on that, but. We'll see when that happens. Anyway, moving into the 9 o'clock hour, we are going to be talking with Jeff Schultz. Going to talk a little bit more Aussie Open and get ready for these games today. Playoff action. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.